Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. I was really fast this time. Hey, yeah. How'd you do that? I, I had the, the cursor arrow right on the button. <laughs> <laughs> he was on top of things today. Well, it's lucky because I, I just guessed where it would go. Because, I mean, it, it pops up in different places depending on what the size of my window is. So I was just lucky this time. Really? Mine always pops up in the middle. Well, yes, but I have, I have, your window is not in the middle, you're off-centered, so. I'm off-centered? Yeah. I, I always thought so, I was off-centered. Well, that's, so. that's because you're a libertarian, you're off-centered, you're never <laughs> going to be in the center. Come on. That's true. I'll never be in the center, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so how you doing, man? What's, what's happening? Good. Oh, let's see. What's going on? Well, not, we're... We're finally making inroads in the garage. I'm sure this is mundane and, and all kinds of other stuff, but the, the key there is we might be able to hit, move my car into the garage before she kicks me out. But isn't it true that everybody has just too much stuff? It everyone. is. Like everyone. And, everyone. and when you're with a with a hoarder, I swear, I swear she's a hoarder. Because <laughs> I, we'll be up there and I'm like, you have you have how many how many dish sets? She has a, a set of dishes for each holiday season. Wow. Well, you know that's important. No. Because as the holidays roll by, you got to pull out the new dish sets and then the new ones. I don't and need the new to be that tested. I, I, I you put you put a see. There's your problem of, right there. You need to be know, more festive. I, put a, <laughs> Everyone needs to be more festive. You put a center <laughs> centerpiece on the table. That's plenty. You can use day dishes. I'm pretty sure, I mean, to me, I'm just going to be, I'm thankfully she doesn't ever listen to this. It means you have too much damn money. <laughs> no, but see, the thing is, is that doesn't that harken back to a to an earlier time when people cared about stuff like that? Because we're not there anymore, right? We're in a place where I think none of well, that, none of that matters. And it used I to be, I, she was born 39, so she missed out on the depression. So probably, I mean, she was struggling. She was, she and her family were struggling through World War II. So there's that thing is, is uh, uh, early baby boomerism, like really, yeah. right? Yeah. Very. I mean, she's not really a boomer. She's not really a boomer. She's a I don't know. I don't remember. It's not a war generation, but she was. She was before. She was before the baby boom. Pre boom, uh, right? Pre. I don't know what they call that. I've never the greatest the, generation, right? No, she wasn't <laughs> the greatest generation. She's too young. She was one year old when the war started. So, oh, okay, okay. You know, so that, so it's kind of like the in betweeners, like Gen X is in between yeah, boomers and it's a millennials. Nondescript non kind of thing. Anyway. They so they didn't have much, so that as they got more affluent, they started doing this. Now I've got a I've got a reminder of my mother doing almost exactly the same thing. Mom was born in '33, mm -hmm. and and I have in my closet over here a mink coat that my mom bought. We didn't. My sister and I we were like, what? Mink, a mink coat. Yeah, yeah, because 
they, we got affluent and you don't know what to do with that much money. Oh, yeah, of course. You have to just conspicuously so you, consume. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened. And I think that's kind of what's going on here is conspicuous consumption. Go ahead. I don't think it's happening as much as you say. I think you're talking about the past. I mean, I'm talking about multiple. Per, I'm talking about one person in particular. No, but I mean, see, I'm seeing that 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 whole thing where you had different kinds of dishes for different occasions right. and and all of that. It's almost like a, an old school traditional kind of thing. Yeah, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. That stuff's all out the window now. It's like had you know, let me go to money. IKEA and buy the cheapest set of plates I can from China and slap down my take my, my takeout or even do i even bother i just it's i just have not, doordash bring me the boxes and i'll eat right out of the out of the box it's not <laughs> what i will say it's not about the trappings it's not about right. the trappings it's about the people that you're with now does it make the people their trappings feel any better i may be a little bit but i'd hate to live on the difference really. well, sure it's all about the elegance right i mean it's um, like it harkens it's a it's a uh desire to hearken to the days of uh that things were more Marcus elegant yeah no, that things were more elegant Martin, and yeah right. yeah so you put some thought into pass, it you know your, your table trend. your it's table is nice <laughs> go ahead not a classic trend because <laughs> it's disappearing Mm. If it was classic, it would still be there, but it's yeah. disappearing. Mm-hmm. So that means it was pretentious. And if it's pretentious, it needs to go. So it's material and it's materialistic. And the reason it was materialistic is because they had nothing. And once they had money, they started right. buying stuff. Right. Didn't didn't know what to do with it. So Right. So this is like it's it's kind of like where a lot of people are stuck in this place. Cause I mean, we go to Savers every week so I can troll through the book section looking for anything interesting. And there's huge amounts of stuff left there. Huge, huge. So people are are there's so many people who are hoarding, there's so many people who are cleaning out their their stuff. And I don't know if oh, it's, it's because kids. people have died or yeah, if it's, it's or if kids, it's because, I can tell you yeah. that. Oh, the kids I don't can... want anything. From from the from us nothing. I mean nothing. Uh, they talk about uh, well this family this family the family is really traditional. Yeah, and there is one kid who wants like grandma great great grandma's China because we're now in the great great grandma era. Right. Uh, her China, but they don't use it. It's just it's just something. I mean, if you were using it, okay, great. It's, it's it's durable enough if it's if, if it's worth keeping what are you going to do put it in a museum it's it's it, i guess i'm more utilitarian than i would you, have you, liked to you, you ebay it that's what you do well that's what i would do <laughs> but they'd be troubles it's better just donate it and just show up <laughs> do you want a receipt nope i don't care get rid of it yeah, this this it's amazing how much crap there is, but people people are starting to get rid of things. But I think there's just still too much stuff in general. And oh, people... if you were here, yeah, <laughs> if you were here. So anyway, speaking so, of that, uh, when are we gonna when are we gonna meet in person again? Because it's been you've been here what three years now, 20, and <laughs> what? Uh, it's been what twenty years since we uh, pretty close, <laughs> not quite twenty years, but yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll meet on our twentieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. There. there you go. <laughs> our big, big we'll reveal. A, we'll do another rise event. Or yeah, something you like get that. to see my pot belly, and I'll get to see your swell, <laughs> your, your spelt. Yeah, if figure. only, if only. 
<laughs> well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't have the pot belly I have because you, because you, 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 you didn't live a life of debauchery like me. No, I did not live a life of debauchery. But you've you've lived a, a life of you continue to live a life of debauchery. Oh, thank you. Apparently, so much. is what I've heard. <laughs> From what you've heard, I, I I live in one bedroom in a house, so <laughs> so you can still be have a debauched life and in, in a one I'm, in a one bedroom in a house. It, oh, it's yes, California, it man. That's what pretty much most people like. Oh, probably ninety percent of people live in. A I one have bedroom something that happened yesterday. So we we um, the the handyman down the road is. Has been helping us with the garage. So Rose was, was taking them out to eat, and we walked in. This lady's getting this guy on the side, and I said, "Oh, you're doing it right." And I said, "Who? You, how much do you charge for that, or something like that?" And I'm being my regular smart ass self. And the next thing I know is this lady's taking my hat and sunglasses off and giving me a massage. Ooh, nice. Ooh. <laughs> See, there you go. They're in the restaurant. Debauchery. Debauchery. Unhat. So it's not that I don't appreciate it. I'm, I'm like, okay, this must and be nobody, a manifestation of something I didn't know about. You must have manifested it. I manifested it. So I need a massage. I need a massage. <laughs> They're at the table. I mean, it was it was great. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. It's great. But it was it was just kind of I just started happening. She didn't say anything. So consent was never a part of that. Wow. Must you must have just it looked just, like you want you needed it? I, I probably did, based on what she was doing to me. She said, "Let it go." Because uh, <laughs> I know I keep it in the top of my shoulders, and when it gets really bad, I have one of those like um, it's not like a tens unit. Do you know? Oh what yeah, East East Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, East Tim. Oh man. There are well, times about- when I plug into that, I was like, "You waited too long to do this." <laughs> I love massages, but the only problem is, is that they only seem to work as they're as you're having them done. Like once they once the hands are off you, it's like okay, I'm back to where I was. <laughs> it does it doesn't seem like it, I've progressed. It's kind of like cardio, you know, when you do cardio, you're only losing calories when you're actually doing the cardio. There's you're not working. There's there's no residual effects. So I, I feel what? the same way about massage. If you're building the muscle, if you're building your muscle mass, there should be some. No, no, weightlifting, yes. So when you're doing weightlifting, you are building muscle mass, which then has residual effects. But if you're doing cardio, buddy, you are you're much better shape than me. I had to build muscle mass to be able to walk the two miles that I do every. Other no, day. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm suddenly all of a sudden I'm, I'm nearly afraid to get back on this because I gained like 15 pounds. No. And what, did um, you go to college or something? Are you kidding? Fat, fat, <laughs> fat is I, I keep telling Rose, fat is lighter than muscle. So that's I'm, right. <laughs> it's I'm true. Like, I've got it's true. I, so I put on extra pounds. I know I haven't. I mean, uh, my weight hadn't. My waist has not gone down much. But mm-hmm. I can uh, I can tell my uh, I think my gluteus maximum was a little tighter than it was. It wasn't. It's it's now like grits instead of, <laughs> <laughs> instead of soup. Well, I'm using I'm using Noom <laughs> again. I had Are you? I, I lost weight and then I gained it. Now I'm losing. It. I'm trying to lose it again. So uh, I, I went back. So on it. so there's this thing, this concept. Have you go go on? And look at insulin resistance. This is kind of something I'm kind of, I'm really watching because Rose, since Rose is diabetic, she measures her blood blood sugars every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, hmm, 
especially when she told me that uh, Medicare pays for the test scripts. I'm like, I the but minute does she, I does she have one of those devices? I think she does. Like the uh, the one that sticks on your skin. Oh, and that just, I just wonder if if I, if I talked to her, if we could use share the device, and I would only have to pay for the strip. Oh no, no, you can't do that. The devices, the devices are all key to individuals. Are they? Happen. Yeah, because it all goes up into the cloud and it saves the data. Oh, no, and... no, no, no. I'm not. All I need to know is the metrics from one mill to the next, or something <laughs> like that. I don't need to keep a historical record. No, when's the last time you had your numbers tested? I've never had my numbers tested. Oh, you should probably do that. <laughs> that I mean, my blood sugars. Um, I, I'm sure they take them whenever I do the blood the blood test, but they never talk to me about them. But I'm oh, so sure. you're probably okay then? I'm probably okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm always a little bit under the the number. They go, oh, you're pre diabetic. Why? Because I'm 99 or something. I think diabetic is 100. Yeah. And I'm at 99, well, 96, 97, 93, 90. <laughs> I'm in the, so I'm always this, so constantly this, in the nineties. I'll send you the link to the to the young lady I ran across yesterday who talks about um, testing your blood sugars mm -hmm. to you because you can reverse all that because you'll have to figure out which which food is triggering your insulin resistance. And that's right. that's actually what I'm thinking is because there's a ton of stuff I eat and and I I eat I don't eat well, if you talk to Rose, she would say, well, you eat big portions. I'm, I'm 240. Well, I'm not going to get to 200 eating those kind of portions. So I need to know which which one it is. And I'll probably eat No, man, eat. you need to do the carnivore diet. Have you heard I'm about that? I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that. That's That crossed my, I'm like, meat? Oh, that's It's just cool. meat, salt, and water. Yes. That's it. And I'm yes. like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> everybody who's... Who's, who I've heard has tried it has lost like 15 pounds like in the few, first few weeks because it's such a it's but it's really harsh right it's hard to, to do something like that plus it's expensive right oh, think about um, think about eating all that meat yep I mean replacing all of the foods you eat with meat that's right. that that's not cheap that's nope. not cheap that's why but, jordan peterson can do it and, and i can't yeah well the carnivore well i mean you, you could but you'd have to use cheaper meat which is not good and the whole pot concept is kind of like the the thing i was telling you about with uh, did i tell you about penn and teller or pen and how he lost a bunch of weight uh we talked about the potato that, diet? Not, the potato no, i don't know that that you told me what he did to do it okay so uh he hired a nutritionist uh -huh. And he said, I need to lose a bunch of weight. So he made him eat potatoes with no salt, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, flavoring, yeah. nothing for eight weeks. And the reason why he did it, it was to break his his connection between pleasure and food. Right. Because that's what he has. He has this connection between pleasure and food. And Damn. if you just eat. You're, gonna, you're going to ruin my one last sin. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, too. So so. The carnivore diet is kind of like that. Like when you when you go to a single food, it kind of breaks your connection between enjoyment and food. It just becomes sustenance. And then yep. apparently there's some really bad side effects, but you do lose a lot of weight. And and it the what the next thing you're supposed to do is once you're on it, you're supposed to start slowly reintroducing things and then testing yourself to see what happens. Right. Right. So you go to the you you get do the carnivore for a week or two. And then you say, okay, well, I really want to bring bread back in. Let me bring in bread. Okay, what happens when I bring in bread? 
do I have a bad reaction? My Am numbers okay? go out the window. Yeah, exactly. So then you say, okay, that's not good. Next, next, next. And you just bring in one food at a time and, and see what, what happens to your body. So it's almost like, you know, scientifically experimenting on yourself. So would you be willing to do a second podcast on starting to do this? <laughs> If you're if you're gonna do it, if you want to talk about the uh... well, let, let's wait until my my social security picks up the check, and we will because I get the I start the benefits in October. I, so I, I definitely then wanna... I can afford then I can afford to eat all the meat I want to eat. <laughs> I thought you you think a thousand dollars a month would be enough? Well, that's how much we're going to be allowed, right? You heard about this, right? You heard about what? this? You heard about this new thing? No. Oh, I gotta I, I, yeah. So. I've been really going down the rabbit hole the last little while, right? And mm -hmm. uh, there was one story I read where they said that the, they're going to shut down the entire monetary system and split us into two different categories, like common class and sovereign class. So if you're not a rich person, they're going to take away all your money. They're going to take away all your belongings. And they're going to give you a stipend of $1,000 a month. So all the money that you have in the bank, all the stocks you own, all the properties you have they'll be they'll be confiscated and you'll be given a thousand dollars a month if you're a common class person but if you're a sovereign class person then you're in the elites and you can and and there's and this guy Exploit was a, everybody else yeah so this guy was a whistleblower from apparently a bunch of hackers who are who are creating the software to enable this <laughs> and it's going to be tied in with the conversion to digital currency because mm -hmm. we're gonna go, we're gonna go to some. Apparently, it's called Fed, Fed Now or Fed Next or Fed something, and it's a conversion of all central bank currency to to digital, right? You know, uh, not crypto, but Bitcoin style. Uh, and at that point, you know, they'll have social credit scores and all that stuff yep, will be yep, yep. brought in. I'll, I'll be dead, and I'll be dead in the water. Oh no, yeah, and With, that's within so that's two weeks. I'll be dead. Apparently, that's happening. And then at the same time, I read something else where they were talking about how they figure that uh, the timeline for all this is going to be September. So next month, starting tomorrow, <laughs> starting tomorrow, all this stuff is going to go down. And not only that, we're also going to have uh, escalation of the war in the Ukraine, and uh, it's going to spread to the rest of Europe. And China is going to invade Taiwan. That's what this guy was saying. This is a this is okay. all in this prediction. I, I don't think like, I don't, I don't know. Think... Is any of this stuff going to happen in September? I don't know, but it's still it's all probable, right? No, it's all probable. The, the probability of China and Taiwan is pretty high. Yeah. The the rest of the, the spread, I don't think it's going to spread out of Ukraine. If it was going to spread out of Ukraine, that would have already started. The bigger thing is, uh, I have to. I'll try to send this to you. This guy, this one guy that I watch on YouTube, it's called uh, the Dummy Footy. Funnies. Well, he had um, he had a paramilitary uh, param, uh, unit training on riot controls and riots mm -hmm. yesterday, and I'll send that link to you. This is what I think will happen: is they will have their paramilitary uh, units, whatever they are, fight against Antifa, which are it's going to be controlled opposition to get the rest of the normies to get in. Mm. So they're going so to they're gonna, they're gonna set up a guerrilla war? Uh, no, not a guerrilla war. They're going to trigger a civil war. Okay. So that's why that's, that's why they're, they're goading us into it. They're, yes. They're, 
they're going to not and I don't want to say goading, but they're they're going to use the dynamics of of social uh, psychology, not social psychology, uh, mob psychology to and the tribalism. They're going mm. to exploit it. And that's me. I'm I'm adding my own stuff there. They're going to exploit tribalism to get a civil war started. And you know they think they obviously they think they're going to win. Uh, I don't know how they think they're going to win because all the people that have the guns are not the people who don't have the guns. Yeah, but will they use that? Them? Makes total that's, sense. That's... All the people that have the guns are the people that don't have the guns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm no, at. Everyone what, will what have guns. To me? It'll be another. It'll be another Ruby Ridge, just writ large, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, this is so. So the other thing that I was reading about, and I thought this was really interesting. Have you heard of Friends Chan? Friends Chan. Friends Chan. F E R F R E N S C H A N. So, so a bunch of people who were sort of disheartened by 4chan. And eight mm-hmm. chan and eight kun and all the chans went off and started their own chan called Friends Chan. Same software and everything, but it's a completely different board. the The conversation is a lot more intelligent, let's say. Okay. And uh, somebody was uh, red peeling people on MK Ultra, and what happened to MK Ultra and how MK Ultra is still happening today. And right. he says that a lot of it is because of the human psyche that we can't tell the difference between reality and movies. So things we see on the screen. Correct. We can't tell the difference between reality and that. So when they create all of this media, all these videos, and this is video is the mechanism because it's it's the most powerful mechanism. When they create all these videos that, you know, push a particular agenda or say a particular thing, like whether it's uh, fiction or nonfiction, we, it's believable. We believe it subconsciously. We're believing it as reality. What we're seeing through that screen is a is a picture of reality. So we Correct. think all that stuff is real, even if it's not real. Correct. So, so that's what they're using to to manipulate manipulate people. So they're basically using video to manipulate oh. everybody. So, so I mean, what you're what you're talking about is the analogy of the cave that Plato came out with two thousand years ago, right? Over two thousand years ago, and it's a very powerful metaphor and analogy. And and you need to you need to hear somebody that really has broken into it break it down. And, it's, and I've seen like YouTube videos about it uh, because it's such a it's when you and I tease back and forth about reality, that's that's underlying my belief system. Right, is that I could I could talk to you about reality and take and point to you outside the cave, but you're going to be watching the shadows on the wall, which yeah. is essentially the same. You're watching the light source, not the source. But the thing is, is that uh, what they were what he was saying is that all you have to do to get away from it is just to get away from it. Like stop right. watching things on screens, like read books or, you know, walk a walk in the forest oh, or whatever. Books, like, you think books are any better? No, Come books, on. Books, books are better because when you see something on the screen and there's visual and audio stimuli, that's when your body believes it's real. Have you heard but, when you're, you? but when you're sitting down and reading a book, 
then you're not getting the visual stimuli. You're not getting the audio stimuli. No, you're you getting worse. <laughs> no, the you, have your mental, you have your mental processes creating it in your mind as you read it, which means you're creating a, an illusion in your mind. So you're saying stop reading books too? <laughs> I'm saying that it's just as dangerous to read books as it is to no, watch movies. Our books are, but do books actually make, your, make you think that you're creating a reality? that a reality exists. No, and that's the danger right. of them because you don't realize that, that what they're doing, the mental process is behind No, the but scenes. I mean, nobody realizes that when they're watching a movie. I know, I understand that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a media guy, I got it. <laughs> nobody understands that. It's like my mom or almost anybody. Uh, well, um, remember I talked about, um, I, I talked to you about the persuasion course that I took, but the, the next one after that, uh, the next year with the same professor or the next, uh, yeah, the next semester was mass media. Mm -hmm. So to put those two together was extremely potent, uh, mass media and persuasion. So you kind of, you, they are linked together mm -hmm. and there's within media, we have the suspension of disbelief so that you can buy into the story. And my mom could not do that. She said, it's just a movie. No, mom, it's not. It's not just a movie. There, it's programming. And, yep. I, and you, you, the, I, the minute you bring this up, oh no, I'm not being programmed. Uh huh. It's, 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 what what brands do you? Of buy? course, you're being programmed. You're absolutely, yeah, absolutely. being programmed. Yeah. And so if you're if when you really understand tabula rasa, meaning that you're a blank slate, and there's no programming, yeah, they're not. You're you're when you read the book, you're not, you don't have all this other stuff that it taps into. But I can tell you as a personal experience, my, for a long time, and it took a long time to get rid of this guy, is my, my, um, who do I want, not mentor, that's, it's um, role model. Role mm -hmm. model was, was um, uh, um, Horatio Hornblower in the books. I read the books. Mm-hmm. And the, the image of that guy, for some reason, resonated with me so strongly, I, it affected how I did the world for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. It's a very, to me, it was very strong because obviously my dad and I didn't bond that way. There, so there's, I, I just, he and I just never see the world the same. Um, but Horatio, you know, oomph, if, if, uh, if you've read any of the books, uh, I started to read one. I haven't finished it. It's still sitting. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, depending on which one it is, I think mine was uh, the Hotspur. I think it's the first one. And after that, I go up the day, and then I go back, and I read, I read all eight or nine of them. Three ends up as the admiral. No, but I mean that's that's happened to everybody, right? There's been some book in there. There's somebody. There's some. There's <laughs> that some... you read, and you're like, oh, I'm right. gonna be like this person. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's why books are also dangerous because. You take your mind and you work things to make to fit within the book. Yeah, yeah, but they're not as dangerous as as TV. I don't know. Twenty years, no movie that I can. Th there's only maybe one or two movies that ever affected me for twenty. Yeah, years. but you're 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 special. Oh, <laughs> you I'm can not see special. behind. You can see behind the veil. A lot of these uh, people I, well, cannot can see behind the veil. That well, I, that's. I'd like to believe that sometimes I, I can. This is why we're this is why we're having this conversation. This is why we're right. having this podcast. You so know, you and I can both see behind the veil. 
we what we ought to do is and change the name of it, and now we're the Veil Piercers. <laughs> Instead of the Snow Piercers, we're the Veil Piercers, which is yeah, probably because... more accurate. Now that I think of it, it's probably more accurate. Instead of being uh, oddly incorrect. Uh, what I'm saying is, is okay, we, we've done oddly incorrect and it doesn't seem to be doing anything. The veil pierce, here's the veil that you're looking through and here's how you pierce it. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Let's let's go. Let's go with let's, that. Let's We're changing the that. name. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I got to get a good logo. I gotta get a good oh, logo you gotta get a good logo. Okay, so I've given you, I've given you uh, a reason to live again. <laughs> so I'm pulling you. You don't know it, but I'm gonna pierce the veil of your dark of your black pill. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know that's what's going, what's gonna happen. You know, all this stuff. You know, there's gonna be war, and it's funny. You, you read these articles, and then you're going, okay. I mean. We, we, we're always questioning everything, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever we read anything, we're always questioning it. I'm assuming we're, all, we're both always questioning it. And as I'm reading this thing, and he's going on and on about all this stuff that's going to go down, and he talks about stocks bottoming out and buying when they hit the bottom. And I'm like, okay, if, if we are at war, who the hell is going to care about buying stocks? The people that want to be the, the in the um, sovereign class. No, but that's what I'm saying to the. I'm saying this like it's like all he's telling me all of this stuff, and it's it's standard end of the world shit, right? You've seen it before. You've read it before. Oh yeah. Sainsbury Associates or whatever they they, they do all these things like, you know, next month it's going to be the end of the world. It's the biggest recession ever. It's coming. Yeah, Everybody yeah, says yeah, yeah. it. You know, you better. Sign up, like, sign up for my like newsletter so you know name. exactly when and it's only $500 a year blah 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 and it's like hello you know I would be much no. more believe I'd believe this guy much more if he just ended it without saying oh you know sign up to my newsletter blah 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 and I'm like hello <laughs> is this just what, a marketing what, piece so what's the, so I, I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to you saw you've seen the James Rand, Randy thing about um, horoscopes in the newspaper right yeah yeah What's uh, Gene somebody, the astrologer? Gene, or no, maybe she's not an astrologist, but she was. She used to do at the end of the year. She'd do her predictions for the for the coming year, mm -hmm. right? And and the way that kind of, and I think Randy did this too. Is the way that works is you make so many predictions. One of them is going to be true, more than likely. Oh yeah, and and then you're going to tout that one and forget about all the other ones. Exactly. It's confirmation bias, right? Right. More or less, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is her name? I'm, uh, oh, it'll come to me. Yeah, it'll later. come to you. It'll come to you. So another thing I wanted to talk about was, since we were talking about reality, um, I was just thinking that the other day that if we, do, if we do live in a simulation, as Scott Adams says, mm -hmm. then what difference does it make? It doesn't, right? It, does, it makes no difference if we live in a simulation or not. Well, Even you, if we do, we can't get out of it. So... We just should just enjoy the ride, right? Well, at which, at which second? So, which? Let me, because I don't listen to Scott as much as I used to. Um, no, I mean, let's assume that we live what, in a so, matrix-style simulation, okay. like but everything matrix, is everything is fake. What I'm trying to get to is: is it a quantum matrix with all possible things being possible, or is it just a quantum matrix with software that controls over? I mean, that's um, 
uh, by the architect and all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nature. We're in a simulation. Everything around okay. us is being simulated. So we are so living in a, in a simulation. Yeah, it, it's similar to similar to the Matrix or something like that. There's there's some program that's running us. We're even maybe even we are programs, and we're mm -hmm. imagining ourselves doing what we're doing, and I, we're actually you know thinking that we're so, talking to each other, but we're well, we're actually just virtually talking to each other because we're just two programs in in a in a pile of software. This we're all in a simulation. So if we're all in a simulation, what difference does it make? I mean, it's kind of like philosophy, right? So we're talking all this philosophy and whether reality exists or not. What difference does it make if reality exists or not? Well, okay. So, so where I'm going to go there is, is it doesn't make any difference to you and me as the pawns of the, in the matrix, right? But if you're running the Monte Carlo, let's say that simulation is Monte Carlo uh, simulation, then they're going to pick the one that works the best, and the others will truncate i hate right. to say it that way but right that it means something to somebody else not necessarily to the pawns and the players meaning you and i it won't probably mean anything to us but some some higher intelligence we i hope is in control of this and and using the learning that we explored and you think about it how many infinite possibilities can you can you manage with seven and a half billion people mm. Yeah, infinite. 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 Yeah. I mean, they just well, multiply. close, close to but infinite. You, so, to, to have you have every second, you know, every millisecond, every individual, every decision. I, oh, every uh, yeah, every atom. I mean, it's it's and, we we can't even we can't even imagine exactly uh, process that much processing power. But it it's probably exists. You know, since we're so, in a simulation. If we're in a simulation, it has to exist because yeah. they've got to be able to account for all these things. Yeah. So think about the spreadsheet behind that thing. <laughs> the Excel sheet. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Microsoft hadn't built enough um, rows and columns for that. So, Speaking of Microsoft, what's going on with Bill Gates? Is, is he gone full uh, you know, Dr. Evil now? Is that is that his new thing? Is he? Oh uh, if, well, I was around when they thought he was when all the, uh, the Apple fought the Apple you Apple guys thought he was the devil incarnate. Right. I thought he wasn't so bad. I thought, you know, but, but he's now, not, now he's pretty much, pretty much. He's awful, unhinged. Full oh, Dr. Man. Evil. Yeah. yeah. He's Dr. Evil. Yeah. He's yeah. unhinged. Yeah. So, well, him and, so, him, wait, him wait, and Klaus, I, him and Klaus are pretty good friends. Aren't yeah. They're they? pretty good friends. Yeah. You go back and you look at the pictures, you go back and look at the picture. I need a, I need a document or, or I think I can pull them up where they show like Bill Gates, father and anthony fauci and oh they're all like together Martin. or something oh they're all yeah like... they're all standing there taking pictures of each other <laughs> now that doesn't mean anything in his but if you if they're there if sure. you got one of those yeah well it, it means they were in one place at one time it, to get the picture took it doesn't yeah it okay. doesn't necessarily mean anything i mean i was at the same place that bill clinton was in that doesn't mean i support him or anything like that exactly <laughs> i told you so, i met him once right no, <laughs> I guess he's the most famous person I've met. Um, so when I was doing software development for Apple, the app, which mm -hmm. who, who was, you know, who, who Apple, the app is, right? The, no. Okay. Well, you know, the black eyed peas. Black eyed peas. Yeah. The, the band, the musical band, black eyed no, peas. I don't know them. Either. Oh, black eyed oh. peas. Yeah. I thought black you said peas. 
IP, like no. intellectual property. I'm like, no, there's the a black, group named Black IP. No, the Black the Black IP. Is, yeah. You know, it's Will, Will I, I am, am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple the that. app and uh, Fergie and uh, I forget the last guy's name. He's T something. Anyway, uh, there was a period of time when a friend of mine actually was buds with him, and he wanted he needed somebody to help him build a game. Uh, so, so I sort of fell in with them and I ended up hanging out with them a lot. So I, at one point I was flying down to Southern California all the time and meeting them at his, at their, at his palatial estate in the Hollywood Hills and hanging out with Will I Am. I actually bowled with Will I Am once. It was pretty cool. Uh, anyway, you need to be writing a book. Bro. Anyways, uh, he, so that he had a fundraiser in London and I was on my way to Ireland for some other thing. And the friend of mine said, hey, why don't you just drop into this fundraiser in London because you're going to be here overnight and then we can fly up to, to, uh, to Dublin later or tomorrow. And I said, OK, great. So I dropped into this thing and uh, Bill Clinton was there. And so I met him and I thought, this guy's really short. Because <laughs> that's, that's the one thing you realize when you meet somebody in person, it's height. Height is the thing that you don't get remotely mm. right it's the really the only thing you don't get remotely because i remember I always when thought I, he was tall no mm. he was he was just a little guy and i thought to myself well, well this falls in with the whole you know all these actors and actresses and everybody right. who looks good on tv they're all very small they're all like compact people right uh very very few of these people these actors are, are actually re normal sized humans they're all like like smaller than normal size humans. And I don't know why, that, I don't know why that is, but every time I've ever met a celebrity, they've always been a smaller than normal size human. Like I've seen, I, I met Alan Alda once when he was at, uh, what was that toy store? What was the name of that toy store? They used to have. F.A.O. Schwartz. F.A.O. Schwartz. Yeah, there used to be one in San Francisco. He was there yeah, I remember uh, that. doing uh, autographs or something. So I met him once. And he's a little guy too. And I'm like, why are all these celebrities so little? <laughs> and everybody, everybody was little. I'm like, do you have to be like a small person to be to be a celebrity? Maybe the only reason they pick you or they, you know, you get what? So if you everyone don't, gets if you selected. Don't fit in a jet, if you don't fit in the cockpit of, a, of an F-18, you're not going to be a celebrity. Yeah, they're just all tiny, well-formed people. Hmm. I don't know why. Anyway. That, that must be me because I'm not well formed. I'm formed out, but I'm not well formed anymore. Well, yeah, that's probably why I could never be one either because I'm I'm not a tiny or well formed. So, <laughs> what are you six six one six six two six two? I knew you were taller than me, yeah. but I, I forgot how much taller. Yeah. I was. No, I remember there inches. was there was one period of time when remember when podcasts were like a big deal way the bit, back the when, bit way back 20 years like ago? in 2005 or something oh, like that yeah. and uh i was working at yahoo at the time mm -hmm. and i was the only person who knew anything about podcasts having one and they wanted to set up a podcast booth at uh my mind is blanking what's that thing in park city sundance film festival that's it they wanted to set up a, a podcast booth at some sundance Fil film festival so i helped them do that but they shipped me out before all of the big stars came in. So I never got a chance to meet anybody. But I did meet a couple of like B-listers. And, uh, and uh, some of them were, who's that really tall guy who, who plays some roles? He's like, he's like Italian. 
he's like i forget the guy's name but anyway you're gonna have to give me movies yeah i need to i need to know more i need to go back and remember that but so yeah. so okay you should have not taught them how to be sound engineer <laughs> because that way they would have had to keep you because they if they didn't know how to sound engineer they couldn't have kicked you out of the booth yeah yeah you're right that's what i should have done that's what I should have done. But as it turned out, hardly anybody actually went because it was mostly a podcast booth. Like we we're supposed to get in, like celebrities were supposed to come in right. and record a podcast and they were going to post it. Right. And because they because I wasn't there and they had technical difficulties, I think they only had like a few celebrities go in there and, and use it. Uh, I think one of them Once was Paris, again, Paris Hilton or something like great, that. Great in theory, <laughs> poor in practice. Poor. Yeah. Very poor implementation. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so even though, like, long story short, even though I met up met Bill Bill, Bill Clinton, I you know I do not believe in his, uh, like you're saying, like these people don't they just read a fundraiser oh, or something. I, yeah. I thought he was a crook from the day one. Oh yeah, you, you have to go on. You have to go on sixty minutes to prove your innocence with your wife sitting there. No, no, yeah, he was a crook. And they, after I got to know her, I'm like, oh, she's worse than he is. Yeah. Well, is, when she they running, came is, out, she, is she running the show? Like, what levels is she? Because obviously, we don't know who's really running things because we know that um, the resident isn't really running things. But what, is, is know, Hillary running says, things? Is Obama no, running I don't things? Think, I, no, or he's somewhere one. in the mix, obviously. Yeah, right? obviously is because they pull him out every once in a while whenever it gets too dangerous. Yeah. Suddenly, he's he's. Um, uh, and I didn't watch this. The the Biden speech, the soul of a nation. Is what uh, American patriot, uh, I mean patriots, when called it this morning, the soul of the nation speech. Oh, I never heard of it. When when did he when did he do that? He gave. uh, I never listened. I I never listened to him. I don't listen to him either. I'm like, I I did. It reminds me of listening to Jimmy Carter back in the day because I got to watch the Malays speech and I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't even know what Malays what had to look it up. (laughs) Like malarkey. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Is so, uh, oh, that reminds so, me, that reminds me of something go else. But go on, no, no go ahead because I, I completely, I completely forgot what I was, what I was gonna say. Uh, oh, I want to put you on the spot, I do that all the time. So, what were you thinking, Chris? Come on, I don't remember, I don't remember, it just left my head. Uh, so, oh, so God. hang on, I'll come back to, to me, to just keep talking. Is yesterday I ran across, um, that the Twitter deal with Elon is dead. Is it dead? Oh, I haven't heard. I thought he was suing. I thought he was suing, uh, or he's subpoenaing. He's They're subpoena suing Jack. him to make him buy the, the yeah, thing but they I think he's a, he, I think he's also countersuing, and he's taking countersuing. Correct. He's, but I saw something yesterday, and I didn't go into it. That there's some letter out there that proves that it's dead. And I'm thinking this is off the quartering for some reason, because he's he's about the only one that keeps me up to speed. What's going on with that particular? um aspect of of the big tech stuff well twitter's um, dead anyway twitter's dead oh uh, yes youtube's dead all these things are dead i mean it's, it's the dead internet theory it's like it's full of bots it's full of bots and they're erasing it bots everywhere yep yep what was it so i was so i had a, a memory show up on facebook a couple of days ago and how I posted it, I don't know. There's nothing there. It's no content removed, nothing. There's yep. nothing there except for the six comments of the friends. And this is like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. About 10 years ago. I'm like, what the hell are you? 
what's the memory about nothing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and my, You've been I, censored, it's like man. an updated status or something. And my <laughs> friends are like, good job or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that like, stuff is junk, man. It's total uh, yeah. junk. Oh, no, I, the, the actual thing about the memories, I do, I do appreciate some of them because mm-hmm. every so often there will be one with mom and, mm. and mom pops up. So that it's a, it, it's not that she's, she is, and she's not. And these are like picture memories or stuff, little memes that are sent her, something like that, which, you know, kind of reminds, brings me back to that time when she was still around. Mm-hmm. Is but on a day to day basis, I know she's gone, and I, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't get the. I guess I've grieved or something. Maybe I'm totally in denial or something, because every so often there'll be a movie that will remind me of some some aspect of we of our history, and the next thing you know, I got wet eyes all over the place. I'm like, okay, uh, that was it, it was. Um, did I, did I tell you about going to the uh, the grieving the grieving uh, uh, what do they call them grieving group therapy I guess no 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 you never did I didn't did tell that, you about did that, that work? So, did it work so uh, my sister since I live with mom my sister found a group that's called um, grief share mm-hmm. and and it has you know like an eight week process to, to kind of work through the, working through some of the stages of grief. And the one that caught me the most was I'm sitting there and they said, you will never be introduced as this is my son ever again. Mm. Both of my parents are gone. And that, that really, that really caught me off guard. Mm. I would, cause I'd not, I mean, these, it would pull up these little bitty things that you never even think about. And I would, if they'd not brought it up, I would probably never thought about it, but suddenly I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. And I'm like, Oh, wow. Yep. You know, um, and so somebody will uh, like Rose every once and says, "You're an orphan." I said, "Yeah, absolutely, I'm an orphan. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been an orphan since mom passed." So I, you know, I don't see that. I don't see that. Once I have people who have, are grieving, but I, I don't see it. Mm. I, I'm, I see it with people who are still alive, but I just once we put mom in the ground, that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. When, I mean, once we actually put her underground that that was it that was the end of that part mm-hmm. uh, Lori and i talk about her every once in a while but it's uh, our shared memories of her it's not her as a person or something like that. And like i was talking a while ago about the mink coat i like Lori, do you remember mom getting a mink coat <laughs> <laughs> well i mean you see things all the time right because you're like uh let's say you're in a, in a shop somewhere and you see something that they would like Right, said, oh, I should get no. that for mom. And they're like, no, no, I can't. No, I, the, I don't this, have that. No, I don't I've have seen, that. I've, that's happened to me a couple of times. It's like, like, it's like we're, we're somewhere and my wife's looking at, at, at blouses and, and she comes across something that is like exactly like something my mom would wear. And, you know, it's like, that's when it comes back to me. It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, we can't tell her about it and we can't do anything about it. So. So do you tell her you should get that one? That's like, no, <laughs> It's not her style at all. <laughs> not her style at all. <laughs> she so, was into into black and gold. That was her. That was her co- color combination. She life was like black and gold. And your mom? Yeah, yeah. She yeah. liked she liked anything that was black and gold. But 
Oh yeah, mom wouldn't mom wouldn't that quite blue is blue and purples, I think. Mm-hmm. What I remember most. Um yeah, blue and purples. Yeah, I, and yeah, I'd go with that. So so what they were saying is that since we can't get away, since everything that we see through a screen we believe is reality, mm-hmm. how do we get away from it? And it's like we're saying books. So you can't do books because books are the same thing. So what do you do? You just get away from it completely? I and mean, then somebody else was just well, suggesting. Got, so, Go ahead. So the other is you can have conversations. Mm-hmm. You can have colloquies and dialogues. I mean, you can, get, you can actually go back old school and have um, one. Uh, did we ever talk about being part of the company of the fast companies, company of friends? Did I talk to you about that? No, I don't think so. I was a part of the organizing people there in San Francisco for the company mm. of friends, fast company of friends. And we had one of the, mo- one of the most powerful evenings I ever remember. We had, we had a lot of stuff. I, this is where I'm, I've more or less invented uh, speed networking before it became whatever they've done to it. It's not, it's not even close to what I came up with, but it's, it kind of works. Anyway, we had, I'd gone back and there's a word that Chautauquas. Have you ever heard of those? Mm -mm. There's a Chautauqua movement back in the early 1880s. How do you spell that? C-H-A-T. A U Q U A, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it was a movement about self-education, and so we had a, we had a, it was nothing more than three or four tables of about five or six people just talking. Mm. And and I mean, t- there was talking, no talking about heads, what? Whatever. What you had a table leader. It was a table leader, and that was it. Hmm. There was, there was, um, you've, you've heard of unconference. Yes. Okay. Same thing. Same, same kind of concept is just whoever wants to lead it. it the, the conversation kind we kind of had like an organizing, we're going to talk about big, te- uh, big tech or whatever. I don't remember what they were anymore, but. So you had, what, you had conversation starters. Like so somebody yeah. would lead the conversation. Okay. And then you would just. You would kind of the conversation flow, and the reason it was so powerful is we nearly had to chase them out of the room to get them out. It was only an hour, hour and maybe two hours, maybe. Yeah. And it was a so it started somewhere around six thirty and it was eleven o'clock before we finally got out of there. Wow, we should do it those again. Ex- we should do those I, again if I could. I, if I could, if I could pull a group together like that. I mean, you know, there were there there central thing was they were fast company oriented back in the early 2000s mm-hmm. i'm not sure what fast company is like now but back then it was like the bible of the of the of uh oh it's totally woke wokeified right yeah now. it's not, not worth doing anything but the concept itself is sound though right yeah i mean okay. the, the the allowing people to talk to each other i mean this this feeds into what i would like to do with the church is you go instead of you having a talking head the talking head up there at the pulpit would go into the go into the church and say, "We're going to have conversation leaders today, and you guys are going to tell us what you need to hear." Mm. And then they're then they're going to go off and you know do like a regular facilitated uh, brainstorming 
whatever to instead of giving the message the preacher because uh, uh, I'm really bad about this. I don't like I don't like to be preached at too mm. much anymore. Mm. I like I like conversation, mm-hmm. which is why when I was going to church that those many years back about 10 years ago i went to two sunday school rooms because we had conversation it wasn't mm-hmm. like going to the sanctuary where you don't have conversation i like conversation I, and you do these people are struggling the same way i am and i and i found out what they were struggling with and i it put perspective on what i'm struggling with and i thought it was a a, a better way of organizing instead of the sermon the, mm. uh, yeah okay once a week you get a sermon but when do they have when do people have a time to get together as a collective and just talk afterwards during the coffee no that's, that's <laughs> hey how you do that? that's networking that's not the same thing no uh, but I'm you talking, could you could if you, you wanted to do that you could if you want to that would be the time to have those conversations because you have that you'd, you'd go to church you'd hear the sermon then you'd go to coffee and then that would that limited time period then is the only time you could actually have those conversations yeah, no, if you wanted thinking, to. It wasn't structured. I'm thinking of the central thing would be to go into the sanctuary, segment it out. We got, what, let's say, music over here and Bible over here and daily problems over here and something other uh, in the corner, children over there, you know, Mm, mm. go over there. And what do you need to hear in this group that we, for today? And this, and and the, the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Open, open space. I think this is an open space concept where the open open space is, um, you're you're where your feet take you. And that means leaving too. So, Mm. you know, you get if if you're there for two minutes and this thing is ten minutes and you leave after two, that's where you need. Would everybody be standing do. or sitting? Yeah, I, I've done those standing where mm-hmm. they stood and they just moved. They moved around. I did that for the Asian American conference there in San Francisco once, and I had them. They were networking, but I had them in six different groups, so we could we could we could focus like if you're from japan or something like that you know what's interesting so, is that there is a there is an app that singularity so like singularity university had a uh, some networking sessions uh-huh. and they use an app which was which created that kind almost that kind of environment because what would happen is it would throw you all in and there's a space and right. you would be a bubble in the space and a, as you walked up towards as you moved your bubble to someone else's bubble it would connect you and you would have, you could have a video conversation mm-hmm. and you could walk up. Like if there was a bunch of bubbles together, so it'd be like five people all talking to each other. You could walk up to that conversation and get in, like be, you, you'd just pop in to the conversation. So all the other screens would pop up and you'd pop into the conversation. And if you want to leave, you would just move your bubble away. Yeah. The conversation. And, Very open. Yeah. Yeah. The, and I thought that's a really concept. cool tool. It's maybe we could maybe we could do something that works both online and offline using that same because it, it, it rise that was that was rises real power it's true power was the whole online offline thing and nobody does that nobody nobody well nobody it, it's, it. I I think I think what we're talking about is you need you need and I I'm so against this I don't really believe you have to go to a sermon every 
every Sunday. And my niece totally disagrees with me. Mm-hmm. I think that you, the power of Christianity is with the people, not the minister. Oh, I agree with that. I, I, I'm I, like, that's what I would tell my that mom. That congregation <laughs> is. She was around. Like, I would say to her, she, go, I, I, she goes, well, don't you want to go to church? And I said, do I really need to? Is that is that necessary? Is God going to be pissed off at me because I don't go to church when, you know. You're much blunter than I am. <laughs> and, and she's like, well, no, I mean, with the Greek Orthodox Church, we have these things called economias, right? And I think I told mm-hmm. you this before, is that they understand that life gets in the way and you don't necessarily have to go every week. You're not you know, right. you know totally damned if you don't go. You just you know, do the best you can. Right. It's do the best. It, it's it's basically do the best you can. And if you can't go, you can't go. But if you can go, go. Right. So, I mean, they're not going to hold it against you if you if you can't go one week or another. So that was a little more it was a little more flexible. So so back to I like that. Um, yeah, I like that flexibility because I've, I've never if, it, if you don't take it in your heart, you don't it, it doesn't matter how many times you go and, and put your your butt in the pew. It just doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, exactly. But back to what you were saying about Singularity, please, Miss Singularity University might have made that open source. I will find it and I will send it to you. Okay. <laughs> it's not their, it's not their it's tool. Some... It's not their tool. They didn't come up with it. They have, it, it's somebody else's tool. And I remember using it and I will find out the name of it because it was really cool. Because, I mean, you would you would see it was almost like a conference area on your screen. And then you would when you logged in, you were this little bubble. Right. And then you could just move around. And so you could have these these sessions and and it literally would be like walking up to some walking up to a group and having a conversation. And it was really, really cool. Have you been to an open space um, meeting before? No. So the what is real quick? I I know you're out of time. Why don't you put on the board? Talk about open space next week. Okay, we're at eight. We're at nine thirty. I don't want. I don't want to keep you in. Uh, it'll be a, a about five minutes as I go through the whole thing. Open space. So we yeah. didn't talk about much about mind control, or but we did. We did. <laughs> we're we're wanting to know how to break out of it. Oh so, yeah, let's so, do that next okay. week. Well, I was going to say that the too. next thing, the next thing would be uh, um, talking about how to, like, if you can't break out of your mind control, what do you do? I mean, that's one of the other things the guy was saying is that since the mind control is there always when you're watching things through the screen, why don't you just, you know, counter program it? Like, then that's, I think, what we're doing. What you and I are doing is like we're watching older movies. We're watching uh, movies that show the kind of behavior we want to have. Right. Instead of well, the newest, latest I, thing that everyone's pushing on us. Right. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. because uh, So at night, our TV viewing is Hallmark movie, Midsummer <laughs> Murders. And it's the way I put it to Rose is we need the sweetness to, t- to temper the murders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. I got to go. Okay. <laughs> Thank I'll you talk so to you much. later. Bye, talk Chris. to you next time. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.